Hello from BA. This is a Rorschach Germany update from the 23rd of November 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Germany. Let's kick off with what has happened in the country since the Israel-Hamas war broke out. Pro-Palestinian demonstrations were banned for a few weeks, 2,600 anti-Semitic crimes were recorded, an Islamist demonstration occurred on Essen, and public media has been criticized for obscuring civilian casualties in Gaza. Even though many nationalists and conservatives blame the rise of anti-Semitism on, quote, Islamists, unquote, and migrants, right-wing extremists committed the vast majority of anti-Semitic crimes. These accusations and other statements by conservative politicians led to a growing alienation of the Muslim community. In contrast to other Western countries, the German debate focuses on anti-Semitism at home and abroad, which, in light of the country's past, causes division in the country. Friday the 17th marked the end of a controversial one-day visit to Berlin. Turkey's President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has left Berlin after meetings with Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz and President Frank-Walter Steinmeier. The state visit had sparked controversy both among Kurdish groups and the Jewish community in Germany. Erdogan's comments justifying Hamas's anti-Semitic terror as, quote, resistance, unquote, contributed to the controversy. Critics have called Erdogan's reception in Berlin, quote, a hypocrisy, unquote, due to the two countries' opposite stances on the Israel-Hamas war, but also due to the democratic deficits of the Erdogan government, which continues to oppress Kurds and other ethnic minorities. Ultimately, the two leaders, Scholz and Erdogan, avoided open conflict in a joint press conference. The two statesmen upheld their respective positions and emphasized the importance of communicating in these difficult times. The halls of government buildings were not the only place where Turkey and Germany faced each other this week. On Saturday the 25th, the national football teams of the two states met in the Olympic Stadium in Berlin. Ultimately, the game ended with a 2-3 win for the Turkish team. The celebrations and preparations surrounding the game were mostly peaceful, but there were some smaller quarrels between the police and Turkish fans. During the live reporting of the game, viewers could see one Turkish fan showing the wolf salute commonly used by the Turkish neo-fascist ultranationalist organization called the Grey Wolves. Amidst tensions in Germany surrounding rising anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, this certainly furthers the division of German society surrounding the Israel-Hamas war. Unlike in Austria or France, the public display of the wolf salute is not illegal in Germany. Now a flashpoint court case. There is currently a case before the District Court of Leipzig regarding Jewish musician Gil Ofarim. In October 2021, he posted a video on social media in which he said that the Westin Hotel staff refused to let him stay there because he was wearing a Star of David necklace. A few days after Ofarim made his initial statement on social media and reported the incident to the police, 
a video surfaced. However, the footage might not have revealed that the star was showing, with the prosecution dropping the case against the manager. He in turn sued Offerim for slander in the beginning of November. The manager said that the Star of David was not showing. However, the main question now isn't about whether Offerim was visibly wearing a Star of David or not, but rather whether the manager knew the musician and thus knew about Offerim being Jewish. Two major German party organizations, the youth section of the Social Democratic Party of Germany, or SPD, and a regional association of the Christian Democratic Party, or CDU, have recently taken two very opposite stances on the issue of asylum law in Germany. Scholz, the SPD chancellor, recently said in an interview with the weekly magazine Der Spiegel that, quote, we finally need to deport in great numbers, unquote a statement that both his own party and the co-ruling Green Party have called a nationalistic talking point and criticized it because, in actuality, there are only 50,000 migrants who could legally be deported, while his statement suggests much greater numbers. The far and centre-right, on the other hand, welcomed this statement. A convention of the Young Social Democrats criticized Schultz again and demanded governmental efforts to combat growing inequality instead of pitting the societal weak against each other. The CDU in turn demanded to abandon the right to ask for asylum across the whole EU, which would essentially mean abandoning the Geneva Convention, which guarantees the right to ask for asylum. Next up, Germany's fiscal policy is notorious around the world for its fear of debt. In the course of the 2008 recession, the then-ruling coalition of Christian Democrats and neoliberals included this, quote, fear, unquote, into the constitution and called it the, quote, dead break, unquote. This debt break only allows for a small percentage of GDP as new debts. During the pandemic, the government circumvented the debt break through a catastrophic clause to stabilize the economy with 60 billion euros or 6.5 billion US dollars of new debt. This money was then not completely used and has been redirected into a so-called, quote, climate transformation fund, unquote. On Wednesday the 15th, the Constitutional Court ruled that this redirection was illegal after the conservative Christian Democrats filed a suit. Now the debate surrounding the debt break has flared up again. Robert Habeck, the co-ruling Green Party's economy minister and a careful critic of the debt break, pledged that all investments would nonetheless arrive as promised. In contrast, Christian Lindner of the co-ruling neoliberal Free Democratic Party, the financial minister and a staunch defender of the debt break, has called for cutting funding on social welfare programs to finance the, quote, missing, unquote, funds. This cutting of social welfare programs culminates in the discussion around the Bürgergeld, a small monetary support for, among others, unemployed people. 
Recipients of this welfare program are children living in poverty, people who are unable to work or work but don't earn enough to make a living, and people doing care work. In total, there are only approximately 1.6 million people who can work and receive welfare payments. The Constitutional Court has repeatedly ruled that this citizens' money must be enough to cover the basic necessities, the existentially necessary minimum or das existence minimum. To ensure this minimum for all recipients, the Budgeting Parliamentary Committee has approved an additional 4.8 billion euros, approximately 5.2 billion US dollars, in funding. Conservatives see this as the precursor to, quote, mass laziness, unquote, or as a strong incentive for people in the low-income sector to quit their jobs. In fact, this isn't a race of benefits for welfare recipients. It merely achieves offsetting the effects of the rising prices. Rising prices played into the queue for this next public outcry. Railway workers went on strike. On Thursday the 16th, railway workers of the Small Union of Locomotive Drivers, or GDL, went on strike for 20 hours. The workers are asking for a small pay increase of 555 euros, or $600, with a three-hour-per-week reduction of work time, plus other demands including an increase of 5% in the welfare payments the employer is obliged to cover. The state-owned but privately run railway company paid its chairman of the board alone 2.24 million euros or 2.44 million US dollars in 2023 and had budgetary room for around 100 million euros in bonus payments for 30,000 executives. But despite these numbers, the public outcry is directed at the workers who, according to conservative outlets, are fueled by greed and are threatening to halt the country in its tracks. And that's it for this week. Ads are the villains hit podcasts. Be the hero and save the audience from listening to a mediocre ad about a beverage you won't try. So go ahead and tell your friends about us. Remember, you can help us financially by making a donation with the link in the show notes. We would really appreciate it. Ciao.